What is up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking with Steph Iliff. I am so excited for this podcast and to be bringing it to you every single week to be just talking about all the things that life has to offer us, right? I'm hoping that I can bring you some insights, some laughter, some amazing interviews with some awesome powerhouses who have let go of fear, who have totally stepped into themselves, who are living their best life so you can learn from them. I want to be talking to you every single week as well about different things that are going on in my life as a self-love coach, as a mom, as a woman, as someone who is dating and like the whole dating scene and how it's so important that we date with self-love so we don't ruin our own self-love, how to create, you know, amazing habits that truly stick with you for a lifetime so you become your best self, so you can become your inner powerhouse and how to just let go of fear and fully step into you. So every week I'm going to be bringing you different topics that align with that, different interviews with different amazing people. And we're just going to be talking about it and having the best time. So thank you so much for joining in to Just Talking with Steph Island. What is up, you guys? Welcome to Just Talking Today. Today, we're going to be just talking with my beautiful, most amazing, inspirational, fitness, beautiful friend here, Michelle. She's just like the most amazing Aww. coach ever, the most amazing mom ever, most amazing friend ever, this entrepreneur, all the things. And I'm just so excited that you're here and I get to be in your space and meet your energy. You're just Beautiful. I feel the same way. Thanks for having me. Yes, thanks for being on. Yes. And so I'm excited to talk to you today about just how you are with you started coaching clients just recently, right? Mm -hmm. And like, so let's talk a little bit about that. What helped you decide, like, okay, now's my time? Like, because you've been in the fitness industry and around all that, and you've been around coaching and mind strengthening and all that, right? What made you shift and be like, hey, like, I'm ready for this. Let's go. Like, this is my season, and let's start taking on clients kind of, you know, it's kind of wild. It goes back to, um, you know, I was actually like just recently kind of challenged to truly figure out, like, it's such a cliche statement, right? To figure out your why. Yeah. yeah. Um, But I do think that when people can dig deep and figure out their why and why they feel passionate about doing something, like if you don't feel passion behind doing something, find something else. Yeah. Um, You know, and so recently I was, I was kind of challenged and I realized that, you know, from a pretty young age, I suffered from anxiety. I mean, I remember my first anxiety attack and it came along with the death of my grandma. Um, and you you know, at that time it was like, I think my mom was doing the best thing she knew how, which was to help met, you know, by medicating me, like, and helping me get on some, some uh, medication that would help with my anxiety. Um, and then, you know, I just kind of always masked it with, with medication and, um, never really, knew how to deal with it or like what, what avenues to go down to like self-help myself through some, some of the anxiety, you know? And so, um, I found myself like in, in, in a place of self-loathe, hating my body. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 in high school and even right, right outside of high school, you know, I, I hung out, I always had friends. I always had really good friends. Yeah. Um, I always had the thin friends yeah. and the really pretty friends. And yeah. so I always found myself kind of comparing myself and like, why does my body not look like this? And like, why can't I fit in clothes like this? And, you know, we, we go out and, and it always seemed like the guys would flock towards them. Mm-hmm. But I, I think honestly, like I started to kind of put up this almost barrier in front of me, like this protective yeah. mechanism. Um, and then later in life as I, I started having children and, you know, I had a, a child here in Utah, it's, 
It's a little different than outside of Utah where you have a child out of wedlock. Like people are kind of like, oh, what's wrong with you? Like, yeah. And when I say out of wedlock, I was 24. Like yeah. I wasn't a child yeah. having a child. Right. But um, I wasn't married. And so I was kind of looked at like, huh, what's, why aren't you married? Like I don't always get asked, like, yeah. why, why aren't you married? And so I, Isn't I, it funny how people ask those kinds of questions too? Like yeah. with judgment, like attached to it. Like they're really just saying like, I'm judging you right now because I don't see a husband around and there's a kid, but without yes. asking that, like, yes. and so they just say it in those ways. And then that forms that belief system too, to, to say like, Oh, I'm, something must be wrong with me. Like, why am I not? But we don't even realize that that triggers these patterns of behavior. Oh, you exactly. Know? So that's why I was, exactly where I was going with that is that you start to go, okay, there is something wrong with me. Right. Right. Because all these people are asking, Oh honey, where's your husband? Yeah. Like, you like this poor soul, you're pregnant. Like what's wrong with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know, not knowing that the work I had done to even like, you know, I had contemplated placing for adoption. I went down that Avenue. Mm. I decided it was not for me and yeah. that I was, you know, I was just just a hair from graduating from uh, beauty school. Yeah. So it's not like I, you know, I had my, my head on straight ish. Right. Um, anyway, after like having her and then, you know, uh, raising her for three ish years alone, um, I ended up meeting the man that I'm now married to. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, he was able to step into the picture as her dad. And, and it, it's really been so like, awesome. yeah, it's really been the best case scenario. Um, and, but along this, the lines of having babies and stuff, I started to gain weight. Mm -hmm. And I honestly, like, I didn't think much of it. Um, um, but my anxiety started to get worse once again. Yeah. So I, in this interim of like, there was probably four or five years where I do feel like my anxiety was pretty controlled, but I was partying. I was drinking. I was doing like, I think the drinking would kind of help ease totally. the anxiety. And I think that we don't even, aren't aware of that often. Cause it's just like, it's a, it's a natural way of like stopping that anxiety. Like, Oh, I feel a little overwhelmed. I feel a little stressed out. I'm going to go drink or I'm going to go, I'm going to go eat this cookie or I'm going to go smoke a cigarette or I'm going to go hang out with friends to distract myself. Like there, but there's all these ways of distraction and it's really just choosing to start to learn to be aware of that. Like, Oh wow. Like, okay. This feeling comes up often for me. And I'm distracting myself. How can I stop that? Totally agree. And I totally agree that it's the whole, like, I feel this way. I don't want to feel this way. So I'll do this right. instead of just sitting in the discomfort for a minute. Yes. I didn't know how, like, right. I did not know how, because like I said, anxiety started young. I was medicated pretty early for it. Right. And I was on a medication that was just a daily thing I took and it just helped very much even kill my anxiety. It wasn't totally. like I was like on Xanax or I was taking Clonopin or anything like hardcore that would get me to, like I literally was just um, kind of mellowed out by this medication. And um, I just, I didn't know how to sit with it, right? So it's, it's, it's Which I think everybody doesn't know how to sit with that because we are not trained. We're not taught that. No. Our parents weren't taught that, mm -hmm. you know? And so like, if this is a new behavior pattern that we're, we're all learning and unlearning how to just push through it, just don't worry about it, like, or to numb it or distract yourself from it. And so then we're learning to actually find what those true emotions are. And I'm sure as a coach, like you are going to, and we'll get into that later, but how you have to bring that up with all your clients. Absolutely. Like too, you know? It's wild because it's almost, we are human beings who I relate it to like those big fat computers that we used to have, like, oh, yeah. you know, 40 years ago, you'd have to get a desk with a really good depth because right. the back of this computer was huge. We are those computers, but we are now trying to download all sorts of apps and computer or, and Zoom and all these things onto ourselves. 
that are causing all of this stress. It's causing an overload and people yes. don't know how to deal with yes. it. Yes. Um, so I, I kind of found myself in that, like after, you know, meeting this man that I took on my child and myself and I was super happy or so I thought. Right. Um, and I, I ran myself into a really, really dark place in 2013 to about 2015 where I put on a substantial amount of weight. Yeah. Um, I was at that time I was a stay at home mom, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with people who decide to be a stay at home totally. moms. I do think that when it is not your calling in life to do that, you fight internally with yourself constantly. 100%. Like you fight with yourself because you're going, I am supposed to be a mom, yep. right? You're supposed to be a mom. And there's this picture perfect thing. I think that maybe social media kind of aids in this picture that women have of what a stay at home mom's supposed to be, totally. right? You're supposed to be this mom that gets up and you do your hair every day and you do your makeup and then you tie dye shirts with the kids with fruit juice and you do all these things, right? With a smile on your face. Totally. And, and you're so calm. You're and filming like the whole thing and you're never saying the F word. Yeah. And you're just, everything's so good, right? It's so fine. It, everything's That's your only F word. It's so fine. I am that so is the only, fine. Yes. Uh-huh. That's it's the, fine. Yes. That is the only F yeah. word. So I kind of started comparing myself and I thought, huh, so I think today's day eight that I have not even put a bra on. Yeah. I mean, that's how lack of getting ready I totally. was, right? And it just kind of started to spiral out of control in, in a way that I let myself gain weight. I wasn't getting ready. I couldn't quite find my purpose. Like yeah. I knew my children were in that purpose in my life. Right. I knew I was passionate about my children and I knew there was a level of fulfillment from my children. Yeah. And, and honestly from my marriage too, like, but there was something that was lacking something. And, um, so about two, 2014, is, you know, kind of when, like if people were to ask me, like when my AK fitness journey started, yeah. it really started about then maybe a couple of years prior. Um, but really this dark time kind of spiraled me downward and I started to find some ways to kind of start to climb myself out of this dark hole I was in. Um, and you and I both know the gal that kind of aided in helping me start on this path of yeah. like self-help, if you will. And self-help was kind of, a, it like was very new. I totally. feel like back in 2014. Totally. Um, well, it was still like this woohoo thing and it was more like, oh, you're just trying to believe in you or somehow, or it was only network marketing people did this. Like, yeah. Oh, so you must be a network marketing if you're reading one of these kind of books. Like right. that was what it was. You know? And I thought nothing really that she actually was giving me some advice of like, you know, here's some things that have worked for me. Try this. Like I thought that doesn't apply to me. I'm just this frumpy stay at home mom. Yeah. Like that doesn't apply. I don't need to read a book that's on, you know, that or this or, right. um, but I slowly started to like open my heart to like trying things because I truly, I was finally in that place of pain that made me go, I am willing to make a change and I am unwilling to stay stuck. Mm. Like I am so unwilling to stay like I am. How powerful is that though? And that is what it is. It's how, okay, I don't want to be this thought anymore. I'm mm -hmm. so willing to commit to making a change. Yes. But I think the pain has to be so deep that you're like, holy shit, like this, it, all I keep doing is feeling this pain over and over and over again. And I'm never going to find peace until I can commit to this and commit to that change. 
And it's that like, and this even using those words are like powerful words. And just like, it's, it's owning yourself and saying, I'm going to do this. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm so committed to having this change no matter what. I think that's powerful. And I, that's why you're such an amazing coach is just even using words like that. Like it's how we speak to ourselves and how we choose to think that. And I always ask clients before I even take them on, like, well, how committed to change are you really? Yes. And if they're like, oh, well, I don't know, maybe like a three or four, I'm like, then you're not ready. Like, until you're committed, like, you're just going to keep watching the same shit keep happening. So yes. are you really committed? And, and that's, it sometimes hurts them because they're like, well, I don't know. But I don't know. And it's that because, and I would say it takes honestly seven times to try to be committed. And then you finally like really succeed because you've tried before, but not even really recognizing it. And then that's where the pain gets so deep that you're like, okay. Yes. You know, that's exactly the pain has to be so deep that it creates this, like the pain is deeper. Like then the fear, like the fear finally is less than the pain. Right. Right. And so it, it started to propel me forward. And I started to do these things that at first were like super uncomfortable for me. And, you know, I, I struggle to even like when people ask me like, well, what did you do? Well, it worked for, I, I tried a, a million things totally. like, and I tried a variation of things that like I was, you know, kind of being taught and guided. And, um, I just remember then figuring out like, what started to kind of ease my anxiety some days and some days that was, you know, journaling or I am statements or, you know, pulling angel cards, whatever. Like I, I tried every woo woo thing there was, yeah. and there were some things that resonated me with me way more. Um, but I, I did then find nutrition and my brother was a, a, a coach and he, um, he helped me start to aid in like fixing, fixing my nutrition. Mm-hmm. And, in turn, it kind of all started synergistically working together where I was doing, you know, these things for myself to better my, my spirit and my emotional side. And then the nutrition tying into um, the physical side. And I, I kind of started to see it all come together and be this encompassing yeah. thing that was kind of like this trifecta of all the things that I was, I was trying. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's just that though, too, is trying new things because you have to figure out what does work for you. And then it's being willing to keep trying and being willing to see like, do I like this? Do I not like this? Like, oh, I've never been open to pulling an angel card, but I, I've been in a pain now. Like, what's it worth? Like, let's yes. try it. And I think that's the beauty of that is like, well, you got, you got to, and then that's part of you finding you too, is like mm-hmm. trying all these things to see what works for you. And yes. I love that. Love that. Yes. And I think, you know, it takes like, being uncomfortable and doing these things that you're like, I'm not sure that that will work or that this will work, but what I was doing was not working. So what do I have to lose at this point? Um, you know, and so anyways, in 2015 is when I kind of remember like this, these dark times And, and in those two years of like being kind of in these, that like darkest time of my life, I just became a very, very like, um, angry person. Mm -hmm. I, I was angry. I was, very judgmental. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just, all of the energy about everything was just chronically making, I had aches and pains in my body that I don't have today. Um, I had, you know, um, I was sick all the time. Um, I Isn't don't, that crazy? it is crazy. Cause like I don't, last time you actually got sick. Exa- it's been at least two years. Like yeah. I, I mean, 
knock on wood, but really not because I know I'm living my life today right. in a way that does not allow that negative energy yes. that holds disease. Literally. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I and that. I believe in it fully. I believe, you know, I, I believe in energy and I believe that that's the reason why you can go around somebody and sometimes you just don't get a good feeling. Yep. It's something to do with energy, yep. you know, and I totally believe that sometimes I irritate people because my spirit irritates their demons. Oh, and, 100%. And, and I've just learned that that's, that's okay. Like I am not for everybody and everybody's not for me. And right. that, that's okay. Yeah. And um, so anyways, in 2015, I kind of started to realize that there was this piece missing that like, I loved being a mom and I loved being a stay at home mom, but there was something more that I was like built to do. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, it's funny because when I married my husband in 2010, I remember telling him, so I'm just warning, you're marrying a girl that will never work. Like I will never work. I don't want to work. I don't like working. I, so, and he was fine like, with it. Okay. Yeah. He was, he was cool with it. And, um, I can never see you saying that now. Crazy. Like right? I literally, like when I'm picturing that, I like, I actually can't picture it. Cause I just like, I, cause I would never, yeah. And you like, and what you accomplish every day is like insane. So it's, I could just never see that. Anymore, yeah. You know? It's, it's crazy to me to think of now. Cause I'm, I just, we talk about it and we laugh because so in 2015, uh, we were living in, in a little town here in Utah. that's okay. clear out West. I was not super happy with that. My yeah. whole life was here in the Salt Lake Valley and um, my, my poor husband still works out in that little town and he makes the commute, which is amazing. And I appreciate, yes, I appreciate it every day. You know, um, I think in Utah, we are kind of spoiled that everything's really close it is convenient. Uh, because like California, Atlanta, I have family in both yeah. and they're like, Oh, that's just our commute every day. I mean, yeah. you know, I like an hour and a half, that's yeah, exactly. So, um, anyway, so we ended up, you know, I, um, my poor husband came home from work one day. There's a realtor sitting at our table and I said, we're selling this house. So I love we're it. moving. And we're just making some big shifts. And I, oh, and also I applied for a job. Why well, did his job just like drop? Like what's yeah, happening? Yeah, he's like, are you planning to leave me? Like is what? Crisis? what? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, says to the realtor, can I just talk to her in the other room for just a minute? What's going on? Um, you know, and I just said, I just, there's gotta be some big shift. Like I am done feeling the way I'm feeling. And um, anyways, this job I applied for was literally a little teeny measly, and I shouldn't say measly because no job is measly front desk job at yeah. the nutrition company that my brother was working for. Okay. It, we, he was underneath um, somebody doing nutrition yeah. coaching and they had a front desk job that was literally, I think maybe 10 hours a week. Yeah. And um, I applied for that and I, I got the job. And um, what did that moment feel like for you? Cause that's a huge shift with, especially when you've already made this statement, I will never work. Yes. This is who I am. And then now you're saying like, okay, something has to shift. And so we're changing, we're literally going to change all the things. We're going to move. I'm going to get a job. Like I'm going to do all these things. Like, so what's happening with you? Like during that process, like, you know? Yes. Like, honestly, there was a lot of parts that felt scary, but there was enough that felt good and like, okay, I'm making a shift in the right direction. Yes. Even though this is super uncomfortable right now, like yes. we're literally, we're moving and I just got a new job. So yep. now we're shifting my daughter at the time was in school. So we're shifting her schools. Yep. Um, and I'm going back into the work field yep. after I hadn't been in the work field for like five years. All of this stuff, right? Um, yeah. And, and prior to quitting a job and being a stay at home mom, I was bartending. So okay. it was like, also now I'm going into the fitness like space. Total like, like, yeah, totally different. But I love this. And I, and I want you guys listening to pay attention to this is that once you start to make a decision and you said, okay, I'm just, I'm choosing, like, I'm not going to feel like this anymore. 
doors will just keep opening for you. And as I'm listening to this, I'm hearing like all these opportunities. And then the, the difference is that you kept choosing it. You kept stepping into it. You kept taking massive action. Like every actionable step just made you start to believe in yourself more. And that's what I want you guys to pay attention to this is like when you choose to step into you, you get like all these opportunities and it's all just a choice of like continuing to keep that momentum up. Like, and when you're like, well, I just kept going. Like, and that's why I love asking that question. What's happening inside of you is like, you're like, well, I, I just gotta keep like the shift. It feels good. Like I'm just going to keep going with it. And I think that's the beauty in it. Cause and I'm sure we're going to keep hearing that, like all these other ways of that just continue yes. to happen, you know? Yes. And that's the thing is that when you feel a certain way, if you know something's got to change, that something is not going to come find you. Yep. It just won't. Yep. Like you can wait on it forever. It's not going to find you. Yep. You have to be willing to seek it out right. to feel uncomfortable, get really comfortable in that uncomfortable yep. spot and then move forward again. Yeah. You know, I always tell people like complacency versus being comfortable. Mm -hmm. Being comfortable is actually okay. Yep. Being complacent is not being complacent says this is good enough for me. Yep. This is all I'm ever going to have. Yep. I, there's nothing else I can see. Being comfortable means you're enjoying something that you've worked for and you're going to propel yep. forward again. And like, I love that. And you, you explained that before on your podcast a while ago. Yes. And like, and that, that really helped me like see that so differently. So I, before I was like, Oh, you can never be comfortable. Like, and it was like this hardcore belief with any of that. Like if you're comfortable, you're dying. Right. Right. But I love when you were able, like you explained that in such a way and like, you guys have gone to some conference or something. You're like, my biggest takeaway was yes. this. And I was like, Oh my God. Like, I was like, yes, like I needed to hear that. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. Like that's what it is. It's, it's just constant growth, but you can be comfortable with the growth that you're in and like accepting exactly. that. And I think that helps you receive yourself in that, in that state too. And like give yourself that grace and not be like, well, it's not enough stuff. Like, and like, cause then you're chasing perfectionism, you know? So it's like, yeah, I love that you were able, like you taught me a really valuable lesson. That is thank awesome. You. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for recognizing that. Yeah. And you know, we were yeah, very grateful to, I was grateful to get that message from a good friend of ours, Carter Good, who yeah. he's the one that said it. And once he compared it to complacency, I realized, oh, being comfortable is actually okay. Yeah. Um, you know, but being comfortable in the moment and then making sure you propel forward. Again. Right. And I just, I love that. That helped me. Yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. It was a very aha moment for me. So I, I, you know, I start this job in a nutrition space, but let me mind you, I still did not love my body. I yeah. still was in a pretty uncomfortable place with my weight, mm. with my, you know, my fi fitness. What? Like yeah. I didn't even really know. Like I, I I would go to the gym. I, you know, I did the, the things that I thought were right. Um, did that start usually like just with all cardio? Cause I feel like that's how a lot of people start. Oh, totally. Too, is like you used to become like this cardio bunny. Well, no, I thought I was going to be a runner. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden I'm like, Oh, well, okay. So I, okay. I, I want to love my, okay. I'm going to be a runner. Yep. No, I, I didn't like running. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so I just exactly, I became a total cardio bunny and then, um, so I get in this, this nutrition space and I start, I'm like, okay, so I got to get real serious about this. Cause about a year before that is when my brother started to work with me with my nutrition. And, um, you know, and how was that dynamic with that? Cause I, just from kind of knowing it in the past, I know he's talked about how he's had to really ask for forgiveness before. Cause like he was rude to you, like verbally called you like fat, like yes. these things to you. So how, how are you able to hear from him on your nutrition and like break that barrier of like, Hey, you made me hurt myself like by hearing these things and say these things and then learn to receive like what well, how did that shift you happen? know it's a beautiful thing and so yeah so my brother brad he 
he there was ten years of drug addiction that were involved. Yeah, I should um, back that up before. Yeah, I'm like, he just called me. Yeah, called me. Like, yeah, like, no, like and that was. Yeah, yes. no, and so you know, amends are a beautiful thing in the twelve step program yeah. to get um, clean and sober. And when Brad came to me and made the amends, that was prior to me ever starting nutrition cool. with him. And those amends just, they, they truly like, they heal, they yeah. heal relationships. Cool. They heal what I never thought yeah. he, his and my relationship could look like today. Yes. Um, and you know, so that was actually not a factor in it. It was a little, it's, it's a little bit hard of a dynamic to work with a nutrition coach who's your brother too. Totally. Cause he would, he would give me like advice that he probably would give to any client. But and like I know take more. it almost personal. Totally. Like I had to keep going back to the four agreements of like, Hey, don't take this personal. Don't take this oh, personal. Yes. And, um, but he started to get me to shift in a way with nutrition and, and with my body that I started to like, okay, I kind of like who I am as this. I like who I am. And so my job and now kind of involving like nutrition and fitness yeah. into this self-help stuff, it all started to just kind of like come together of like, okay, now I'm feeling like I'm living a more fulfilled life. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've got balance more. Um, and I feel passion. I felt like passion about yes. this whole healthy lifestyle. Um, and you know, fast forward a, a couple of years, uh, 2017, the company that he was nutrition coaching, I kind of moved up in the, the front end of the business yeah. world with um, that company. Um, it just, unfortunately it crashed and crumbled due to the, um, the owner had drug addiction himself yeah. and, um, you know, it actually ended up taking his life, which is, is horrific and it's horrible. Um, so in 2017, I remember so clearly I had been called January, 2017 for jury duty. And I was sitting and waiting to see if I needed to be staying all day long or if yeah. I got to be excused. And I just had this. A pit, I just realized I needed to be done at that current place. I, I don't, it was like this aha moment. I don't quite know what it was, but there was a reason that I felt this way of just, I, I have to be done. Yeah. Um, so I did text my brother, Brad, and I said, I am done at said current place. I, I don't have clients. Yeah. I also don't have to be in this toxic environment. Um, I just, but it was kind of a cool feeling because I'd never had that confidence before to be like, I'm going out to get something else. Yep. And um, Brad said, all right, let's make a move together. Let's, let's do our, let's do our own thing. Let's, yeah. you know, and so we did, we made the move. And in March of 2017, we opened the place and um, I just remember thinking, okay, so now I'm like legit the front end of this business yep. and I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. So what do we do? And Brad's like, I, I think you just show up to work like every day. Like, should we say your schedule's like nine to six? I'm like, that sounds great. So what I'll do first is um, we have a fridge in the break room. It needs to be cleaned out. I'll do that. We have a garbage can. That needs to be cleaned. I was doing like literally, Anything. I'm like, what does my job look like? Right. I mean, it's I so this. funny to think back and just like, okay, I'll order decals to get on the walls. Okay. Oh, yep. I'll put shelves up. Yep. Like you're literally navigating as you're going. Yeah. You're I'm going, figure yeah. And then I'm like, oh, okay. So like to run a business, I think you have to have like QuickBooks and stuff. Cause like you have to pay taxes and stuff. So ooh, we're gonna, okay. You need insurance. I, all these things that all of a sudden I'm like, oh my like, gosh, oh, this is like, there's I'm, a lot. Yeah. There's, there's a, a lot, lot that goes in. in. Yeah. Um, so we just started navigating this business and six months, maybe eight months into it. Brad's like, 
you know, you need a better title. So he titles me the COO. I'm like, oh my gosh, this feels so fun. Like, what's the COO? Oh, it's the sound a bird makes. No, that's not the one. Like, it's, (laughs) it's, it's literally like, I'm like, okay. So I'm evolving into this position that like, I'm telling you, like, as it kept evolving, I just kept having these like, oh shit moments. Like, yeah. I don't think, I'm, I'm not qualified for this. Yes. Wait a minute. I didn't go to school. Who, you don't go like, to I'm not prepared school. for this. I like, don't do this. I, I'm just like, well, I don't have a business degree. Well, I don't. Uh, okay. And I just keep like finding a way through it. Yeah. And I'd be so uncomfortable. And then it would all of a sudden just become part of what I was yes. doing. And then, it would, and pretty soon I had this full plate, right? And we laughed that I'm like, I just have to fill my days with cleaning the fridge and the garbage cans out. Yeah. And now like, you know, and so all of a sudden we were running this fairly successful with numerous coaches totally. under the umbrella, you know, and, um, running a really successful business that yes. he and I literally just kind of one foot in front of the other learning as we went. Yep. Yep. Um, And that's the beauty of like you finding your passion though, is it becomes this self-belief system in you Mm -hmm. and like you sticking through it and like you just saying, I'm going to go get a job. I'm going to go do this. Like I just keep seeing this happen. Like like, you're seeing it over and over again. It's like, I just kept making decisions, kept choosing it. Like, Oh, I don't know how to do this, but okay, I'll figure it out. Like, and that is self-belief is like, well, I don't know. One side of me saying I'm not qualified for this. And the other side is you've proven this to yourself before. So go do it. And then the only way to do that is just through that actionable step. And like, you just like, okay, well, I'm going to think about it while I clean the fridge and I'll figure out the next step. And it's like, and you're just like going through it step by step by step. And that's the beauty of that is just, you're never always going to be ready. And you're never going to think like people think that you get like knighted, like, Oh, okay. Like you're now ready to go have a business. You can now go do this. It's like, no, you literally just take that shit and Mm -hmm. you start doing it by cleaning out the fridge and ordering decals. And then pretty soon like, like, Oh, and this step and this step. I like to call it like you're just being in flow because then other things like just start to drop to you. Like these ideas like, Oh, this is the next thing that sounds right. Okay. I'll just go with it. And you go with it. And like everything just kind of starts to happen and your guys' business is extremely successful and you're successful. And that's all with you just believing in you. Like it's just incredible. It is incredible. And like, I kept waiting almost for somebody to exactly like present me with this title yeah, or this, this like business degree that like I didn't go to the school schooling for. I think we sometimes wait in life for these titles Mm -hmm to be given to us when oh, we can yes. step into them. Yeah. You can, you can make the title. You, you want to know how companies started making titles. I just made them up. They're like, Oh, this sounds right. We'll just do this. Like exactly. you don't even have to have that. You you can just start to do that with ourselves, but we do, we live in that. And we also live in like even earlier back to what you're saying, like, okay, I'm a mom. So like, this is how I'm supposed to feel. Like, this is what moms are supposed to do. Like this is the only way I should have joy. And then like we're waiting for a lot of times moms are waiting for that title to be who they want to be when yep. the kids are gone. They're like, well, I, right now I'm a mom. And so this is all that I am. And I can't give myself any sort of other title or role until my kids are gone. And if I do, then I'm, I'm selfish. I'm this, I'm blah, blah, blah. And so like we live our lives based on these certain roles, identities, and these titles that either we have, or trying to break free from, or trying to grab it. And it's like, just choose, just choose whatever you want. And then just start going for it. And like try it all out. Like you don't have to live by any one certain title or only be, be one thing, you know? Does that it, make sense? it makes like, total sense. That's a, that's exactly kind of what I was, was getting at is like, you just because a certain title, like, and I think in life it's like, right. As a, a chief operator of a company, mm-hmm. like they have these credentials that you have to meet. Sure. It's like, I met some of them. I yeah. didn't meet all of them, but right. it doesn't mean that I don't deserve the title right. of it. I was, I was running the company. That's what I was 
you know, doing. And, and you can truly learn anything. I think that's the beauty in this story too. Is like if you if you want to learn something, you can learn anything. You absolutely you can, can learn talk. anything. Yes, you do not have to go. I mean, I props to those that go get degrees. I am not downplaying that no, at all. Get it? But that, you don't exactly. Have to I just I think that there's so many people who think, well, I didn't go to school for that, or I didn't do that, so that I can't do that. Yeah. Um. And so anyway, I we made this, you know fairly successful company in the last like three years. And, um, you know, as everyone experienced this pandemic hit in March and kind of made things shift a little bit within, um, key nutrition and, um, all for the better. It, yeah. it, it gave, you know, the, the blessing I think out of the pandemic that a lot of people have seen is it made everyone slow down. Like it made everyone kind of take a breath. And when has the world ever actually just all stopped at once? Ne never. And that was like a, the biggest permission slip to everybody. Be like, you're okay. Because we feel like we have to all do what everybody else is doing. And at that point, everybody was doing it. And so it helped every single person slow down. But to also grasp like, what is it that you really want? Like, yes. you know, and that's powerful. Yes. And so, you know, it, it, I did become very, I will say, you know, in the three years that I was in the position I was in of COO, it, it did. I, 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 slept breath every every breath I took was something to do with it I mean totally. I very much got enthralled with it to the point where my my life became a little off balance sure. um and it just the pandemic kind of pumped the brakes for myself for Brad to kind of stop and think about in terms of like I started realizing I'm missing a lot of my kids' mm -hmm. lives kind of pass me by because I am dedicating so much time to the business now. Sure. So it became off balance that way. Yeah. And that will then also make you feel like you're losing fulfillment and totally. like when things get off balance like that. Right. Um, and so I, I just kind of started to really tune into that, that like, you know, like the behavior of my eight year old son, like just improved a little bit more with me at home. My daughter started to organically talk to me more because mm -hmm. I was around more. She's 14. Like yeah. that, you want that open dialogue yeah, totally. with your yeah. 14 year old. And, um, you know, I just thought something needs to shift. And, and I, I, you know, daily I talk to the God that I believe in and, and I just would, would ask him every day, like something has to make a shift. And I'm not sure what that shift is because I can't imagine quitting the position I'm in because it was a very big job mm -hmm. and I can't imagine it's kind of goes to, this is where maybe you shouldn't work with siblings, but I couldn't quit my brother. Like yeah. I, I couldn't do that to him. I couldn't just walk away. Also something that you put blood, sweat and tears in the opening. Like I couldn't picture like no, walking right. away from that. Yeah. Um, but I knew something needed to shift and, and I um, got a text from, from my brother one day and it said, Hey, can we jump on the phone and chat about a few things? And I was like, absolutely. So I'm like, do I make a PowerPoint to present to him that I have to stay home a few more hours that yeah. I can work from home? Who that's what I'll do. I'll show what I can do at the office, what I can do at home. And I'm like thinking in my head, okay, I'll do a PowerPoint and we'll go to the next slide. And then this slide will have, I'm thinking, and so what I'm asking for so, is just two hours a day. Yeah, exactly. So I'm thinking, I don't need a PowerPoint to tell him that I, I need something to shift to be, I don't need a PowerPoint to say I, don't like have this. balance in my life. Anymore. Yes. Plus there's no way he's going to stay focused on PowerPoint. So I'm like, okay, PowerPoint's out the window. Okay. Now we're, okay. We're just going to, we're just going to talk. Yeah. I'm going to see what he's, I have no clue what he was bringing right. me. So we get on the phone and, um, I start to like, I've got my, what I'm going to say. And I'm like, and he says, Michelle, I think you need to be a coach. 
I was like, oh shit, everything I had rehearsed now just went out the window because I didn't. Sorry, wait, I, don't, I do not have a part for yeah, this. I was not prepared. Wait a minute. Yeah, I do not have a slide prepared for this. Um, and I just got really quiet and he said, are you totally blindsided? Like, uh, I mean, and I said, I'm actually kind of, but in a really, really positive way. Yeah. I was going to come to you and let you know that this this pandemic has made me slow down enough to realize that my life is very, very much out of balance mm-hmm. and um, that my kids need me. I have a marriage that I really need to nurture. Um, and I, in, in, in enthralling myself with the business, I started to put myself on the back burner again. Mm-hmm. Like as far as my own fitness went, yeah. my own mental health, my own emotional health, um, kind of started to get put on the back burner as much as I was trying to still put it on the front burner. It was just not, there was too much. Yeah. And, um, I just said, I said, but that's growth in recognizing like, Oh, Hey, I'm not where I want to be at. And like, it's time for me to ask for support, take on accountability, make a different action. Like where in the past you're just going through the processes of it and yes. you would have not seen that. And yes. like, that's the hugest part of growth and to honor yourself for that and be like, wow, like I'm recognizing this and I'm shifting into that. Like I make a PowerPoint and then like, it's like self-belief. No, you can just say what you can speak your truth. You're allowed to do this. Yes. And it's like all these like patterns of your just like inner growth. And you're seeing that like constantly and they're like, Oh, well I'm open to this. And again, another door opens for you when you just keep taking action. Right. Yep. Like I just love this. It, it is. And it's, you know, a lot of people like I totally recognize in my life that I'm super blessed. But I don't think that it was just like this, oh, well, it just kind of spiraled in your favor. No, like you kept I, I making actionable steps. I for absolutely you. did. And I um and own that. Like, don't ever anytime anybody ever says, like, oh, I just got lucky or I did that. It's like, no, that's another part of self-belief that you're still saying, like, I did not create this. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't, but like, and I want you to say, like, we created that. Like, you create that, like, own that and step into that. And even as women, we feel like we can't, we're not allowed to have that power, be like, well, I did this, but do you ever see any man walk in a room that owns a business that's like, oh yeah, like I, I was just not lucky to get into it. They're Never. Like, they're like, what I did is do it, and they like step into that shit. Yes. And like, it's the same thing, and that's just the way that men have to get out of their own fear, so they just like overcompensate. But it, they step into that, right? And like, and that's powerful, and that's one thing that I love, and I, I've learned that in my own masculine energy is like, I'm allowed to have that. I'm allowed to say like, I didn't just get lucky, like. I work my ass off. For yes. This. And so like recognize that for yourself, bro. Like yes. you don't ever have to have, like we don't ever have to have and ever downplay anything like, huh? Own it. Like yeah. firework show yourself. You know? Exactly. And I think there's a lot of times where other people start to try to dim someone's fire for sure. that just feels like, you know, like, yeah. Like when I started to step into some stuff, I definitely, you know, I've lost some friends. I've lost some friends when I started to step into like mm-hmm. what I feel like I deserve and what mm-hmm. I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I had some people think that I was full of myself and that I was, you know, overly like boisterous about it or whatever it is. And, um, I just started to learn that I'm like, this is what I want. Like at the end of the day, like what I want and what is going to fulfill me, like I have one flaming life to live. Yeah. Like I am not going to just sit here and piss it away. Yeah. Like, and, um, so he, he just drops the bomb that, you know, and so my type A personality came out a little bit and that all of a sudden I was like, okay, so I was making this much a month and now I'm not going to have a salary. Right. Yeah. So I got super used to this salary. Yeah. You start to live according to, you know, totally, what, you, you know, yeah. 
And I'm just thinking, okay, so we thought this week in sale and this week we can cancel Netflix. And I'm like, okay, back we the train up, Michelle. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, Netflix is $12.99. That's not going to get you very far. Like, for five guys, cancel Netflix and hear what it's all going to be fine. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a series, mom. Don't cancel it. Yeah. So I, I was just like, back up. Michelle, this is what you asked for. This yes. is what you were praying every day for. Yes. So stop. Like, and so I stopped right in that moment and I just said, yeah, I, I'm, yep, yeah. I'm open to it. And he said, are you freaking out? And I said, no, I, I'm not, I'm not freaking out. And, um, it, we started to transition my position and to mainstream it and to get everything that I was doing off my plate. Um, you know, which took the better part of like two months. Oh, for sure. Um, but in that time, the pandemic once again provided this slow time yeah. that I could do a certification course. That's really important that key nutrition awesome. has all their coaches have, um, and just study my brains out for yeah. like everything that I could, um, provide right. and everything that I could research myself and, um, you know, truly studying this course and doing it to the best of my ability and, um, kind of rolling out of, cause here in Utah, how we're coming, kind of coming mm -hmm. out of like this whole quarantine and everything, there's still rules in place, but we're definitely lightening up, right. rolling out of it into like this new thing. It was like really, it was yeah. really cool to just like kind of roll out and, um, I was able to I just kind of me and my homies roll out. Roll, like, roll out. Well, like, oh, oh, yeah, that could be. Like, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. I might be on my Instagram story okay, later. <laughs> um, so it just felt, yeah, it felt like, it just almost felt like, you know, when like you'd shift from fourth to fifth grade and yes. it's like kids would switch schools and they worry they'd be totally, noticed, but you yeah. just roll in. Yeah. Like, or like that summer break, you're like this year going to sixth grade, they didn't know what's coming. Oh yeah. Like, they don't even know what's going to yeah. get them. Yeah. Like. So I just, you know, I just embraced the position yes. um, and I have been rolling with it since. I love so, it. I mean, we're talking it. since it's been about a month, but, um, but how incredible is that? Like, cause how often would this still happen that people want to just take that instant action? Most people are like, okay, yeah, that's what I did. Let me think about it. Or I got to take all these tests. Like, oh, oh, I'm not good at taking tests. So I can't do that. It's going to yes. take me a really long time. Like I, I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that are like, oh, I'm, just, I'm working on this taking nutrition test, but. And they've been doing it for like a year and a half. And like, then you yes. get it in two weeks, three weeks, a month, yes. whatever that looks like. It's just because you believe it. You're like, okay, well, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it happen. Like, and that shows like who you are. And that's the kind of coach you want to work with is someone who does it, makes it happen. Yes. When, and that's the difference is that things, and so things don't just fall in your lap. You're still working for it. You're making it happen. Yes. Where everybody else has the same exact opportunity. They just choose to not see that and to step into that. And so that's the power in that. And like, where you're like, okay, it's been a month. How many people are, are you have clients right now? I do. What? Like, I okay. Know, like, you know what I'm know. saying? Like, how many people have been trying to teach nutrition or coach that and have been doing it for a year and don't have one client yeah. either? Like, that's yeah. the beauty of you and that's you stepping into you. And when you're in flow and when you're doing what you're created for and your purpose and you're passionate about and you're speaking your truth and owning that, shit flows for you and it mm -hmm. works for you. And when, when we fight it so much, it doesn't. And so, like, celebrate that. I love to celebrate you for this because, like, that's powerful. Thank you. Like, Thank you. Yes. You know, it's crazy because I even kind of mentally in the back of my mind, maybe a little bit in the front of my mind was like planning for like, okay, if I don't have income for a couple months, yeah. months and guess what? Like, that's not the case. Yeah. Like I am, I am blessed, but I also truly feel like I stepped up to the plate. Like yes. the certification course we did, you can't hoo-ha humming around because yep. it's in person. It's not in person. It was in Zoom because of 
yeah, COVID, sure. but it was, you know, uh, uh, you have to show up and go through eight hours yeah, a day and then about. you have to do a case. To, I mean, you don't have, you don't, you don't get to just sit back and right. go, I'll get to it when I get to right. it. It puts you in front of it. You get it done. Um, and yeah, I, I'm, I'm rolling with clients and I, I love That's every so ounce of, of helping these people. And, and you know, my biggest thing with like nutrition and I've learned over the course of like, and I actually posted today about just being 1% better every day, mm. like literally 1%, like yeah. don't complicate this whole thing we yeah. call life. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a coach that I'm super passionate about all areas being balanced of our emotional, yeah. our mental, our physical, and our, um, I just lost it. Physical, spiritual, yes, emotional and mental. Love Having it. those all be balanced yep. because it all encompasses like being like just a healthier person and not complicating yes. this, this lifestyle. Yes. Like for instance, right now, you're four weeks out from doing a show. Yeah. I'm not doing a show. Yeah. Our goals aren't the same. Right. I don't need to compare where I am to where you are. No. It, and people tend to do that. They come in and they compare their chapter two to chapter 27, yes. or they even look at me and they, they go, well, you're the epitome of health. And I want to die laughing because yeah. I'm like, you don't even know that I devoured four granola bars last night, like chocolate chips, straight up nasty, slutty granola bars. Like, <laughs> I love you. Okay. and you know, it's like, don't compare yourself to anyone and don't complicate even to your past season. Exactly. Like you just got to show up where you're at right now. You person is 1000% that people enjoy. And I love that you're saying that because there's so many people, even, even going to the gym, they're so afraid to go to the gym because they're comparing themselves for that. And I've experienced that myself. Like when I started getting into fitness, I was, I felt like I could only work out at home. Like I was only allowed to. Uh -huh. And then once I got to a certain weight or whatever, then I was allowed to go to the gym, but I still wasn't allowed to, to use weights. Cause like I wasn't that kind of a person yet. Like it's weird how we get yeah, ourselves. Like, I hear that all the time. Like, I'm not a gym goer. Yeah. I'm not, I'm just not like them. Like who, yeah. you know, and right now I will admit I am doing garage at home garage yeah. workouts because I want to, not because I don't feel like yes. I can go to the gym and lift. I go to the gym and lift just as good oh, totally. as the next girl. 100%. And I lift like Michelle lifts. Yes. I lift the weights that Michelle lifts. Mm. I don't have to lift like the girl next to me. Yeah. Um, and There's so much if you think there hasn't been any self-doubt in the switch over to being a coach, yeah. self-doubt creeps in. Yeah. And I, I have to very much have the self-confidence kick in yeah. and be way louder than that self-doubt because there's times where I'm like, how can I help this, this person? Yeah. How, how can I help this military guy that needs to have a waist size apparently of a certain amount to pass his PT test? How can I help him? Gosh, like, so it is crazy. It's wild. Or how can I help this woman who has for 25 years been on a trajectory uphill mm -hmm. battle with her weight and is now on thyroid? Like how, how my little measly self mm -hmm. and I just am like, stop that self-talk. Start out the fridge. Like, exactly. Just, Spraying out the garbage yeah, can. Just start. That's exactly right. Yes. 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 So, I'm so it's, it's been so fun. It's been scary. It's been so uncomfortable. But isn't that the most like comfortable way to do it though yes. too? Is that, is that, and it is like, I love that self doubt. Like, and I love that you're being honest about that. Cause I think that's the, that so many people struggle with that. I struggle uh -huh. with that. I know that I'll never go away, but you're like, what you're saying is like the self-confidence voice has to become louder. And like, so what do you do that makes that voice be louder? Like how, what do you, what works for you with that? 
What I have found, and I have not found anything that works like seamlessly, but what I do is I do a lot of self-talk and I always stop myself and I say, what is this self-doubt serving? How is it serving me? How is it sir? And I literally journaled on that this yeah. morning. How is it serving me? It's not, yeah. it is not serving me. Yeah. So I changed my dialogue in my head yeah. of having this self-confidence yeah. of saying like, I can help this woman. And guess what? If my goal for her is helping her to love herself a little bit more and, and we get even like 1% better every day, that's just so huge to me because people think they have to start walking 10,000 steps. They have to drink a gallon of water. They have to do two workouts a day. Yeah. They have to do all these things. Because they're comparing themselves yes. against someone else. Yeah. But I'm like, do you know it's taken me the better part of 18 months to get a solid morning routine, yep. a solid like drinking my gallon of water a yep. day. Like it did not happen overnight and you didn't gain your weight mm -hmm. or your self-loathe overnight. Yes. So don't think you can undo it. Yes. Yes. So, so yeah. powerful. So powerful. So what do you feel like as a coach that you help people with understanding like their relationship with food, their relationship with all their emotions and how that may show up for them. And then the relationship with the gym. And I think ultimately their relationship with their own self work, like how you're saying self-loathing and that mm -hmm. help that makes us stay in our belief systems of, well, I'm not that kind of a person. I'm never, I'm not that gym goer. I'm not that person who keeps my commitments. I'm not the person who can drink a gallon of water. I've never been that person to wear a sports bra, like mm -hmm. whatever that yes. may be. Right. And I think that's the beauty of anybody who's a coach is you're, you're, you're really life coaching people. You're not just focusing on just nutrition. You're like you said, like mind, spirit, body, all, everything with that. So what would you say is like your philosophy with that or how you practice that? You know, the way that I try to encompass it with my clients is definitely helping them like wherever they're, they're stuck point is like if that's like they can't possibly go to the gym but they have the desire to go to the gym i always want to make sure that the desire is mm -hmm. there like because some people don't desire to go to the gym and that is fine totally. but like for instance i you know i have clients who i the whole step thing that's kind of a you know it's a buzz thing right now but it's mostly just to get people from a less sedentary life mm -hmm. is is giving these step goals totally. and i've well, noticed I it's also like a measuring stick too right so they can recognize yes. where what they're even their current output even is because how do you know what you want if you don't even know where you're starting at? And so many people talk about don't. that a lot. Like you talk yes. about like knowing where you're even at right now, like what your measurements are, and like not not like physical measurements, but like what are you measuring for yourself? You know, and I love that that you break down things so easily, so it's just so clear. Like just one percent better. Like just do that. Yes. Like you don't have to focus on oh we're happy like this for a, a year straight. Like just focus on this today. Yeah, like, I think you're really good at making it very simple. Like in because people overcomplicate it, you know, like with that process. Thank you. That yeah. means a lot to me because that's what I try to portray. Is yeah. that it's funny because there's a part as a coach where you're like, okay, so this person's paying me monthly. I have to sound really smart and scientific. Like overvalued. Like, yeah, I almost have to give them like why they're, they, you know, this is dysfunctional of this and, and yes. you don't. You make up I, some like giant word. You're like, well, according to the, exactly. like, according to the molecular level of yeah. this, like this, yes. exactly. And you don't like, that's, that's my whole philosophy is like getting people to, okay, you don't quantify your steps right now because you don't have a watch. That's so great. Guess what? There's a $35 watch on Amazon. Okay. This is what I did with one of my clients. She would not quantify her steps. Okay. She said, I don't, I, I don't know. I walk, I just walk sometimes. And I'm like, I just, do you walk like 1200 steps or do you walk? We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. She gets a watch. She starts quantifying her steps. Now she tries to beat herself every yes. day. Right? And, and this is a 64 year old woman. So it's like, yeah. So I'm like, this is awesome. She also said, I will never give up drinking Coke, not diet Coke, just straight up Coke. Okay. 
She no longer drinks Coke. She no. drinks 60 ounces of water. Oh, Guess what? Get it, girl. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's it. So I try to celebrate these wins with yes. clients that might seem so little, but they are the 1% thing that they are doing in their life yeah. that are a little bit better. Well, and the way I love to see that is like, that's a self-trust account. Like that's that one deposit of self-trust in them. Cause they're like, Oh, I never thought I could be this person. I used to be someone who said, I will never have a job just so you know. And now I'm here running a business, yeah. clients, like doing all this yeah. shit, you know, exactly. and it's just like, but it's the self-trust. It's that one, it's that one moment. Yes. It's that constant compound of that. Like that's why you can't like give up. You gotta just keep going for yes. it. Just going and making those actionable steps. And like, I love hearing this time and time again, or you know, you're saying it's like, I stepped into it. I kept going, I kept going, I kept going. And then look at how you, that's already only a month in and you look at that success you already have with a client and that's just one of your clients. Like that's so amazing and so beautiful. And you're able to offer that and teach that because you believe that within you too. Like yes. it's so powerful of that. And it's just, well, let's start simple. What were you, how are you even walking right now? Cause oftentimes we think sometimes we're doing more than we even are. Yes. And then when you start to actually see it, you're like, Oh, Okay. Yes. Identifying things. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So just, I mean, that's brought a whole new level of fulfillment to my life Love to it. be able to be a part of helping someone yeah. like to facilitate their growth and they're the ones doing the work. Totally. Like I'm literally just facilitating and I'm honestly feel like some days I feel like I'm giving back what I was given. Mm -hmm. I'm giving back like what I was taught and what I've learned. Yep. Um, Do you people. feel like you kind of had to go back a little bit for you to remember like those first starting steps because now a lot of things are just like so habitual for you like that's yes. just who you are and so it's like kind of going backwards um to be like okay what were like the founding steps for me to like start this you know totally yeah some things like you said have become so habitual for me that sometimes I have to pump the brakes a little bit and like revert back to yeah. when and it I'm thankful for my journey now I was not thankful for the dark times and the yeah. coming out of it and things like that of course you know most people are like, Oh, grateful for their journey. Once now I can, I just feel like I'm relatable with people totally. and I can resonate with people and that feels good for yes. people. Yes. Um, because I think that weight loss, fat loss, anything that has to do with like bettering your lifestyle, it's a very intimate, scary thing. It is. It's vulnerable. It's very vulnerable. And I do not discount that when I have, you know, clients that come yeah. to me and when they send me their before pictures and you know, I'm, I'm in tears sending these to you. Like it's, it's just such a beautiful thing to watch them evolve yeah. into something that they mm -hmm. deserve and that they have worked for. I love that. So, so beautiful. Yeah. That's so awesome. So awesome. And I love how all your content you're putting out that too. is just like, Oh, like a couple weeks ago, like I'm going boating, stop at the gas station or you're at the store and I'm like, here's, okay, here's my protein. Here's my fat. Here's my carb. Here's this. And yes. I was like, Oh, I love that. Like it's just like real life scenarios. Yes. Like, okay, here's cause some people are so afraid sometimes as long as I can't live my life. Like, no you just, you change your environment to work for you. And like, you just change how that can celebrate with that. You're like, I'm yes. with my kids, I'm out boating, I'm four wheeling. Like, and I love seeing stuff like that. Cause like, and like I said earlier, like we're in four, in two different stages. I'm four weeks out from like in a show. So I can't have that right now, but I love like, exactly. that, that's like, that is lifestyle. It's like, that's lifestyle eating. It's like, I want to go out and I can just grab a GTG bar and some fruit or whatever, or almonds and beef jerky and like whatever. And like you supplying that free knowledge of information to people, they're like, Oh, like that's a healthier habit. They just start picking up that rather than oh, I'm going to grab this huge bag of chips and like all these other cookies or whatever. I normally bring like, Oh, let me try this. And like, you're just helping them switch out these little habits for habits. And I want people to see that where like that's, you can't, again, can't compare to the differences. Like right now I'm drinking and eat, like, I'm not being like, 
the kindest to my body. Like it's for a specific show. Yes. So it's not like yes. I would never recommend, oh, go do 700 hours of cardio and don't eat and that, like all this stuff. And so it's like, but that like lifestyle is so important. And I love that you're just sharing that and teaching people that because then they can see it's possible. It's not yes. unachievable. But know? lifestyle is important, but also sore goals. Yes. So when your goals right now, like I said, our goals are different, right? Yeah. So I would never eat like you're eating right yeah. now. But your goals are important. Right. And, and so never discount that either. That like somebody's goals might be, you know, a show. And yeah. somebody's goals might just be to get healthy. So yeah. don't compare yourself if you feel like, you know, you're not eating according to somebody that's showing their food on Instagram. Like totally. their goals are different. Right. Just and remember that. People learn like what their body needs to eat for them too. And I know we've talked about that before, but you really help them kind of um, have more intuition into like what foods are good for them yes. and how they can decide that. So what would be some questions you would ask a client to help them understand what food is healthier, like helps them digest well, like kind of walk into that. So what, one thing that I do always tell clients is I tell them food is food. Food is not good and food is not bad. Food is food. Okay. Um, you know, I'm going to tell you if you consume a donut versus like you know, a meal that is very balanced, sure. you're going to feel a little crappier yeah. when that donut, you're, you're going to feel good for a minute, but yeah. then as soon as you crash, you're going to crash pretty hard. Right. So understanding that food is not good or bad, but food is also fueled mm -hmm. so that we need to be kind to our bodies and fuel it. Like it wants to be fueled for us to have sustained energy all Love day it. long. Cause that's my biggest thing. And, and I've probably learned that from being like a busy on the go mom. Like Absolutely. I want to have energy all day and I don't want to have these crash effects where I'm totally crabby and I snap at my kids and I think partially some of that, yes, it's from diet. Yes. Oh, totally. Um, you can't sleep well. You're too tired. Or if you eat a lot of sugar before you go to bed, then you are like toss and turn. If you eat a yes. really balanced dinner and then you go to bed, like you sleep better. You sleep like a baby. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's helping people recognize like these, because you never. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking Today. I hope you got some value out of it. I hope you learned something. I hope you laughed. I hope you cried maybe a little bit if it's one of those kind of episodes. I just want to thank you so much for all your love and support and you just tuning in. It really means the world to me. If you would do me an extra solid and whatever platform you're using right now to listen to it, if you just go ahead and subscribe so that way you can always know when a new episode drops for you so you can be in the know. And also if you would just go ahead and leave me a little review, mark that star, whether it be the first star or the fifth star, whatever you're fill on that day and leave me a little review. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much again for all your love and support. Sending you all the love and light your way. Thanks again for tuning in to Just Talking. Have the best day.